Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you don't like pressure, this is probably not the thing for you to be doing. And pressure, I have to emphasize this. Pressure is a good thing, right? Competitive pressure is a positive. Coaches, players, anybody will tell you. 
you don't want to be in a place where there's not competitive pressure to win, right? Because it means that people care. That's why SEC stadiums are packed out. That's why season tickets, right, they're sold out. That's why you have the environments and the passion in the SEC because people care. And with that comes competitive pressure. So when I speak on pressure, guys, I'm not even necessarily always saying that, oh, there's pressure to do this or there's some sort of negative consequence. There's just pressure to succeed and pressure to meet expectations. So on that note today, we mentioned it briefly on the show yesterday. I thought this would make a great show topic. Which Gamecocks football position coaches face the most pressure in this upcoming season? Because there's some that I would label as absolutely safe. They've done a great job through their first two seasons in Columbia under Shane Beamer. There are others that obviously need to show something this year. I think you're going to have fans clamoring for a change. And, you know, it's it's not often, it's not often you see people going on record, you know, screaming from the mountaintops about a position coach, right? Like normally it's the offensive coordinator, it's the defensive coordinator. But for us as diehards, you get into the nitty gritty, right? And we're very familiar with these position coaches and blame falls at times on the position coaches. So again, without further ado, these are my top position coaches that I think are facing a little bit of extra added pressure this upcoming season. But I'll start with the ones, guys, that I deem as as almost untouchable, right? You can almost categorize these. In the untouchable category, I would put guys like Justin Stepp, the wide receivers coach. I mean, I, I think most Gamecock fans would sign up for him to be here for as long as he likes. Like he's done an incredible job with the wide receiver position, um, developing guys. I mean, you look at what Juice Wells did last year. Heck, even guys like the Carryon Joyner, Jalen Brooks, some of your more uh, unknown players that have really developed and turned into nice pieces for you. Justin Stepp has done an incredible job with the wide receiver position and developing players. I think he is one of your untouchable position coaches because of the job he's done through two seasons. Obviously, Torian Gray on the defensive side. I mean, what he's done with the defensive backs. One of the big reasons, guys, that we believe that South Carolina's defense could be stellar yet again is because of his work in the secondary. You think about what he took over. It was abysmal. I mean, it was bleak, to say the least. After the 2020 season and the numbers you put up with guys like J.C. Horn, Israel McQuamu. I mean, you had some big-time NFL studs on that defense and you couldn't stop anybody from throwing the ball up and down the field. He'll, here comes Torian Gray with, I don't want to call it a band of misfits, but a bunch of unknowns in the secondary. And the job he did with those guys, I mean, turning, you know, we always knew Cam Smith was an NFL type of talent, but taking a guy like a Darius Rush, for example, who, you know, went back and forth between receiver and DB, you think to yourself, okay, he can't find a position. Is he ever even going to play? Not only did he play, guys, he turned into an NFL draft pick a top five round NFL draft pick. So Torian Gray, I think you could label him damn near the best secondary coach, defensive backs coach in all of college football. Then you got guys like Travian Robertson, Jody Wright, who are new on the scene that, you know, again, Travian, we love for what he did at Carolina, friend of the show. And, you know, certainly he's he's got, Travian Robertson has competitive pressure. He in no way has pressure that is like job threatening because again, This is his first season in Columbia. But there's pressure to get the run defense fixed. There's pressure to 
get the most out of the guys up front, but you also have to give him time to recruit, get his guys in there and develop those guys. And his track record, obviously, what he did at Tulane, what he did at Georgia State, it speaks for itself. And we've talked a ton about Travian, why we all believe he's going to be massively successful here. Again, Jody Wright, another guy at the tight end position was really good for you last year. I know Austin Stogner didn't quite meet expectations. I don't think that was really his doing, if you will. And Jody Wright, new on the scene. Again, so you can't judge him. And I think the tight end position is set up to be really, really successful there. But when it comes to these position coaches that face serious pressure in this upcoming season, as I just talked, the running defense, getting after the quarterback, and you start with Sterling Lucas, your defensive ends and outside linebackers coach. And let me say this, guys. For the most part, all of these guys that I'm going to mention, they're doing a fantastic job on the recruiting trail. And again, this is not a segment where I'm calling for these guys' jobs. Please don't take it that way. But I think these are position coaches that need their units to show improvement at minimum and ideally have good seasons to prove that, hey, what we're doing is working. I'm the right guy for this spot. Because you look at the pass rush. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit unfair to lump Sterling Lucas in this because his units were hit as hard as any on this football team last year. Jordan Strawn goes down in week one. Mo Caba goes down in week two. And I mean, from there, that, that was two of your best players on defense, guys. Major blows to those two units. But as we know, the pass rush has fallen short. The linebacker position has been an eyesore. It feels like for recent memory. I mean, you look at last year, guys. The Gamecocks give up 198 yards per game on the ground. That was 116th in all of college football. South Carolina has not been able to get after the quarterback consistently, which has hurt them. You also think about, hey, the return of Jordan Strawn. You add Jotius Gear from the portal, right? So you've added some players. You got Desmond Umiazulu as well as a youngster. So you've got talent. You've got talent. And the biggest thing, and we'll talk more about this later in the summer when we talk about the defensive line and we grade these positions, we go through the position unit preview series. I think most people's gripes with the defensive front is this. There's always just so much hype, right? I mean, Shane Beamer literally last year, love Coach Beamer, but Shane Beamer last year touted the Gamecocks defensive tackles as the best position units on the football team, guys. I don't know how that's possible that your defensive tackles can be the best position on the team and you give up 198 yards per game. But that's exactly what happened. So there's pressure on Travian Robertson, competitive pressure to get the D-line up to speed and get the most out of them. But there's real pressure on Sterling Lucas, in my opinion, to... Get that pass rush going with the edge guys. Develop some of these edge guys. A guy like Terrell Dawkins, for example. Like, getting the most out of him. A Brian Thomas Jr. who flashed in the spring game. And then, of course, at the linebacker position. I mean, he's coaching the linebackers, right? The outside linebackers coach. And the linebackers, you know, they're bringing quality pieces in there. Pup Howard, I think, is going to play a big role. Stone Blanton's one of your lead guys this year. Mo Caba is back. Donovan Westmoreland, I think, can be a nice piece. Jerron Willis, you get him from Ole Miss. But we just got to see more, man, from the edge, from the linebackers, and really the defensive front 
as a whole. The front seven has not been good enough for South Carolina. So Sterling Lucas, to me, does face real pressure going into this season. Next on my list, Lonnie Teasley, the offensive line coach. And this is one where, again, the the situation is sort of interesting because Greg Adkins had been your offensive line coach the past two seasons. Last year, of course, we all recall, right? He goes out, I think it was actually the day of the SC State game. It was announced he was not on the sideline. He was battling some health issues. He came back later in the season. But I think, obviously, health issues, stuff like that, which, obviously, again, glad that Greg Adkins is okay. But uh, Lonnie Teasley slid in that role and did a pretty good job. I mean, the offensive line... It got better last year, right? I mean, we recall last year, I remember walking out of the stadium after the Georgia State game, and it was just, I felt dejected. I mean, I couldn't believe what I just watched from the Gamecocks offensive front. Lonnie Teasley steps in, thought the offensive line did a lot better, improved over the course of the season. But the rushing woes continued. 118.8 yards per game, 105th. In the country. And guys, when you think about what you have coming back, right? You lose Jalen Nichols probably for the season. You only have two starters returning, 86 career starts. You lose three key guys in Eric Douglas, Jovan Gwynn, and Dylan Wanham. Each of those three players, by the way, guys, started 37 or more games in their career. So you lose three very key veteran pieces up front. You've got really, you're kind of like in the middle right now, right? You're recruiting. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Really well up front. I mean, you've got some big-time dudes on the offensive line on the way. The problem is they're not in Columbia yet. And the ones that are... They're not ready to play. I mean, Marquis Anderson might be an exception, but for the most part, they're not ready to play. Nick Gargiulo comes in out of the transfer portal. Sidney Fugar out of the portal. But they're going to have to be very, you know, moving some pieces around. There are guys with experience, 
but not a ton of experience, and they haven't played the greatest when they've been out there. So can Lonnie Teasley, right, in a season going into a season where you've got Spencer Rattler at quarterback, you got Juice Wells at wide receiver, you added Trey Knox at tight end, you got to figure out running back, but it's going to come down to offensive line play, guys. It, it's, it's, it doesn't matter how good of an OC Dowell Loggins is. It doesn't matter how good of a quarterback Spencer Rattler is. It doesn't matter how good Juice Wells is. None of that matters if you can't block. None of that matters if you can't get some sort of push. And South Carolina, I just, I'm a broken record, but it's true. Year after year, for the past couple at least, the offensive line's been a deficiency. With a changing of the guard at offensive line coach, could Lonnie Teasley be the answer? Again, they improved under him last year. Will that continue? Could the offensive line surprise? I don't think Lonnie Tease is a guy sort of like on the hot seat or anything where he's going to lose his job because, again, this is his first full season being the O-line coach. But there's real pressure to get that running game going and keep Spencer Rattler off his back because if you can't do that, you're certainly not going to reach the full potential of what the 2023 football season could be. And finally, guys, for me, I think the Gamecocks football position coach that faces, without a doubt, the most pressure this upcoming season. He's also facing pressure in recruiting because South Carolina has not recruited the position at a very high level. That could change, right? South Carolina's in it for a couple of guys, but there has been a lot of angst, a lot of complaining, a lot of just very unsettled when it comes to the running back position. Montario Hardesty. Your running backs coach. South Carolina's running back position. Maybe the greatest question mark on this football team going into 2023 season. And again, it goes beyond the field of play for Hardesty. The recruiting hasn't been there either. You know, this is no knock on Dontavius Braswell, but South Carolina has swung and missed. It seems like on every single big running back prospect they've gone after. I mean, you look recently, just a couple of weeks ago, the kid they wanted that committed to Tennessee, right? And, and Hardesty, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the deal is. I was honestly surprised that he was retained coming into this season. I think this is a season from Ontario Hardesty that his job could be on the line. Like, I, I think the real pressure, like his job security is dwindling as we know it. There is real pressure in regards to that. We spoke on the running game, 118.8 yards per game. You lose Marshawn Lloyd. Now you've got Juju, Mario Anderson, DeCabrion Joyner, true freshman Dontavious Braswell. Who else? Are you able to develop any of those guys? Are you able to bring somebody up to speed? Who's going to be your RB1? Because guess what? The season opener is going to come whether you like it or not. The season's going to come whether you like it or not. Somebody's got to be back there. Somebody's got to take the first snap at running back. Somebody's got to be the bell cow. And all I've seen from Ontario Hardesty is last year, and I know Marshawn Lloyd was made of glass. I understand. Christian Beal Smith couldn't stay healthy either, really. But it just feels like the running back position has fallen short of expectations. Even Marshawn Lloyd went healthy. The move to Jaheim Bell, putting him at running back. I know that was a Satterfield move. 
But the running back position, there's a lot there left to be desired, for sure. And when you mix in the bad recruiting, see, that's the thing, guys. You can you can get away with your unit underachieving. Hell, Jimmy Lindsay did it for two seasons. Again, I, I, I if, if, if he had returned, he'd probably be number one on this list. Jimmy Lindsay, I think, did himself a favor going to Baton Rouge because his time in Columbia was about to be up whether he liked it or not. But Jimmy Lindsay recruited, and he recruited well. Sterling Lucas, he recruits very well. Lonnie Teasley and company, they've been recruiting very well. So I understand if you got guys, assistant coaches, position coaches that recruit well, and you don't want to disrupt sort of what you have going on, then I get it. But when you're a guy like Montario Hardesty, and, and this could change in the next couple of weeks, by the way. I know South Carolina's working on a couple of kids, so this very well could change, right? But when you're not recruiting at a high level, when you're missing on guys and the running game is porous and you're coming into a season where running back is your number one question, when you're not recruiting well, that's the big kicker. Because then recruiting is what gives you hope, right? Okay, it can still change. Well, he's a good recruiter. I mean, Will Muschamp got a second chance in coaching. Wasn't because he was a great head coach, but because he was a great recruiter, he could sell himself as, I can bring in top talent. And you'll get a chance. There's hope there if you're able to do that. Montario Hardesty has not been doing that at a high level. Not even an adequate level, I would say. We'll see what Dontavious Braswell is. But the performance of the running back position, the running game, if South Carolina's one-dimensional, they can't run the ball. And I mean, God forbid, it's hard to believe they could finish worse nationally in rushing than they did last year. But guys, I think it's possible. I, I, I really do. I really do. 105th in the country last year. But it could get worse. It could get worse because of who you've got at the running back position, the status of the offensive line as well. And if Montario Hardesty is not able to take guys like Mario Anderson, like the carry-on joiner, right? If he's not able, Dontavious Braswell, if he's not able to develop these guys, could be a very, very long season at the running back position. So Montario Hardesty, for me, guys, he is the Gamecocks football position coach. I don't think there's a position coach on this staff who needs a good season from their unit more than Montario Hardesty.